Welcome to News Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hello everyone, this is Zara. This week we'll begin by updating you on the latest pandemic news. We'll also be talking about Donald Trump's ban from Facebook and space tourism. Finally, we'll be talking about the cancellation of snow days for schools in New York City. Hello, this is Zara. This week, we have plenty of pandemic news to update you on. Firstly, we have the travel update given by the Transport Secretary for England, Grant Shapps, where he outlined countries that people in England can travel to under new government rules that will be in effect from the 17th of May. England has been operating a traffic light system for a while now, where countries rated red, amber or green, with green representing the fewest restrictions for travellers and red the most. Passengers who have been in the red list country in the 10 days before departure are required to enter hotel quarantine. Only British and Irish nationals and those with residence rights are allowed to travel to England from these countries. Travellers from both amber and green countries must show a negative COVID-19 test before departure, but only amber passengers are required to isolate at home for 10 days. In the announcement earlier this week, Turkey, the Maldives and Nepal were added to the red list and people returning from these countries after 4am on the 12th of May will be required to quarantine in a hotel for 11 nights. Popular hotel destinations including Spain, Italy, France and Greece remain on the amber list and the government has said that they will be reviewed in three weeks' time. The government's advice in England is to not book any holidays that do not include a refund in the event of a change to the rules. Sadly, the UAE has also remained on the red list, despite having one of the highest vaccination rates in the world. Lots of people here were watching the announcement in the hope that it would be taken off the red list, but sadly, it wasn't. I can't tell you how upset I am about this. It has been two years now since I have seen my grandparents, and it makes me very sad that the UK government does not allow British people that live here that are vaccinated and can isolate at home to do that, so that they can go home to their countries and see their families. The other latest news story in relation to the pandemic this week was that the World Health Organization, or the WHO, has granted emergency approval for a COVID vaccine made by the Chinese state-owned company, Sinopharm. This is the first vaccine that has been developed by a non-Western country to get the WHO's backing. The WHO has previously approved the vaccines made by Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson and Moderna. The WHO said that the addition of the Sinopharm vaccine to the list of approved vaccines had the potential to rapidly exhilarate COVID-19 vaccine access for countries seeking to protect health workers and populations at risk. Lots of individual health regulators in various countries had already approved the Sinopharm vaccine for emergency use, but approval by the WHO means that the countries who have not yet approved it might approve it more quickly 
and it also means that the vaccine can be used in the global COVAX program, which was set up last year to try to ensure fair access to vaccines among rich and poor nations. Sinopharm has been approved for use here in the UAE for a while now, and adults have been vaccinated with either the Sinopharm vaccine or the vaccines made by Pfizer or AstraZeneca. So I'm still very confused about why this UAE is still on the red list, why I can't go and see my grandparents without being locked up in a hotel. Hi, it's Rose here. Do you remember back in January that Donald Trump, who at the time was President of the United States, was banned from Facebook and Instagram? Well, last week, the Oversight Board passed with overseeing Facebook's content moderation decisions ruled that the social media company's ban of Donald Trump should be maintained. The board upheld Facebook's January 7th decision to ban Trump from posting content on Facebook and Instagram after his social media activity was partially blamed for inciting the violence at the January 6th Capitol riots, during which five people died. Immediately before the violence, President Trump had told supporters on the National Mall in Washington that the election had been stolen. Hours later, as the violence mounted inside and outside the US Capitol, he appeared on video and repeated the false claim. As a protester for attacking the Capitol in January, Mr. Trump sent a video to supporters saying, I love you, before telling them to go home. He also repeated false claims about election fraud. However, the board noted that indefinite suspensions were not described in Facebook's content policies, and so the ban will be reviewed again in six months. Twitter, where Mr. Trump had 88 million followers, banned him permanently following a series of inappropriate tweets due to the risk of further incitement of violence. YouTube removed a video it found inappropriate as it broke their rules around fake news. It said it removed a video because it violated policies on spreading election fraud. After being banned by Facebook, Donald Trump announced he would be launching a new communications website, which he said would publish content straight from the desk including his own press releases. Users will be able to like posts and also share them on social media. However, Twitter had already suspended an account created to share posts from this new website, claiming the new handle is an attempt to bypass the suspension of his personal account. Hello, this is Isa. This week, Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon.com, announced that he is now ready to take people into space. His Blue Origin company says that it will launch a crew aboard its new capsule system on the 20th of July. One of the seats on this is being auctioned online to the highest bidder. The money raised will be donated to the Blue Origins Foundation Club for the Future, which promotes science and technology education initiatives. The new Shepard rocket and capsule is 18 meters in height and four meters wide, and it is a fully reusable vertical takeoff and vertical landing space vehicle, which operates from desert land in Van Horn, Texas. 
It will take passengers to a suborbital place, which means that unlike orbital flights, it will not circulate the planets. But at an altitude of more than 62 miles above Earth, people will be able to experience a few minutes of weightlessness before the capsule and its parachutes touch down back to Earth. Passengers will also get to see the blackness of space and Earth's curved horizon. This sounds so exciting. I would love to experience space, but I expect the seat will be auctioned for millions of dollars and I don't think my pocket money is going to get me very far. Hi, it's Laurie here. Many parents and students living in New York City are upset this week with the news that snow days have been cancelled for the next year, with students now expected to continue their classes, learning remotely from home. Snow days see schools close when there's heavy snowfall or other extreme weather, which can happen quite often in a New York winter. Authorities say students successfully managed the move to remote learning during lockdowns and the days off will not continue in the new school year. But many people have been left disappointed by their decision. Before the COVID pandemic, snow days were popular and seen as a special childhood experience. Many disappointed students, parents and teachers took to social media to reminisce about snowball fights and bobsled races. Others have pointed out that while snow days often placed added pressure on families to find last-minute carers or nannies, a sudden move to home learning is just as difficult. I have to say I would really love a snow day, but mainly I'd just love to see snow. As I've grown up living in the UAE and have never seen snow in real life, I really hope to play in the snow one day. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.